This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello everyone, Father Christmas here, and I'm feeling much better today. Thanks for asking. Now, on today's edition of the Ho 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 Homestale Radio Podfriend Calendar, we're talking to an actor, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry, it's not Kevin Spacey. Everybody calm down. No, no, behind today's Podfriend door is an esteemed British actor and a fellow Palace fan. Although he is an actor, so he could be pretending to be a Palace fan. But knows why you'd want to do that, though. Anyway, here it is. Until tomorrow. So, behind the advent door today, we have Mr. Jim Pinnock. Hi, Jim. Hello, welcome. Good evening. <laughs> Thank you very much. We welcome welcoming you. me. How polite. It really is. You're the only person I've spoken to today who's welcomed me to one of these. I know. Well, there you go. It's just just manners. You can't teach that. You cannot teach um, <laughs> I do want to share something with you, because obviously uh, at the time of recording, yesterday we were uh, due to record, and um, hopefully the producer's on hand, just to let you have a little listen to to what uh, Albert suggested we do uh, to, to fill the time while we were trying to communicate. So, uh, Mikey, you got that? Oh, Jim Diddock. Jim Piddock. Oh, Jim Piddock. <laughs> Jim Piddock. <laughs> Can't believe you're playing this to Jim Piddock. You just play this for 15 minutes. Oh, Jim Piddock. That's fantastic. How- I mean, he's he's only learning, but he has got a talent, hasn't he? Well, so when baseball players have their, they select their tune when they come up to bat. That would be mine. It would be so sad. <laughs> it's so oh, morose. Sh- it's so, up, it'll cost you, Jim. <laughs> really, really bad. Um, yeah, but I deserve that for for um, screwing up yesterday and not being available when I thought I should be. I thought you'd appreciate it though. So. Uh... You know, I like to share the talents of the people on this show. Too. I mean, as a fellow artist, Jim, I can appreciate that, you know, you do get tied up and, you, you know. So, uh... Yeah, just, you know, send me the CD and I'll get back to you. Great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
you write your stuff. All right, so let's get to some uh, some catch up chat first of all. I mean, um, been a little while since was it since we last spoke, but uh, I mean, obviously, I saw you at the uh, the beer festival uh, at a period of time where I had consumed way too much cider, where uh, my brain was not really functioning. And I'd been slightly blindsided by Steve Browett asking me why I was upside down when it was quite clearly him who was upside down uh, <laughs> due to the you know, fact he was lying on the grass uh, enjoying himself. But uh, you, you managed to uh, to get out of the seller's part pitch. Do you want to tell the ladies and gentlemen how that went? I did, yeah. I, I um, sort of last gasp, really. I, I turned 61 a, a few couple of months before. I still play, um, sort of, uh, and I kind of thought that I would just have a good run out. Um, and uh, I was lucky enough to play alongside Rudy Hedman at the back. So he did a lot of the, the heavy lifting. And I did finally get out of my own half uh, towards the end of it, uh, my my um, spell. But um, it was uh, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. I gave away a penalty and I hacked someone down and they scored from the free kick. Uh, so, so that was kind of fun. And then I actually scored on the... Um, on the hallowed field, I, I scored a penalty against Perry Suckling, which was a dream come true for a 61-year-old. It was I've always wanted to score at Paris, and um, I sent him the wrong way with my penalty, so that was fun. And uh, at the home yeah. yeah. So there was a, it was a, a dream come true for me. There's, um, there's a lot of dreams been been sort of covered off there. I mean, obviously playing alongside Rudy Hedman comes up there with with the. All of those, really. Yes. Um, what a, he's what a, great. He was, he was terrific, especially as he's just had a knee operation. I think he was really struggling. So he was oh, yeah. it's, it's always great when the ex-pros turn up and, uh, and for, for games like that. It really is. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just a great event. We've pl- I've had the pleasure of playing on Sellers for about a minute myself. That's all I'd allow myself due to my lack of fitness. But uh, it's just, yeah, once you stand out there, it's incredible, incredible stuff. Yeah. Great to hear. Um, so, uh, what you what you been up to? Really, I think last time we spoke, we spent quite a lot of time uh, talking about Family Tree, uh, which which I absolutely love. But what have you uh, what have you been up to you. since? Um, well, we had added a film for Netflix called Mascots, which is about sports mascots, and um, uh, I play a, a South London <coughs> father of a mascot. Uh, it's fun if you get if you have Netflix, uh, watch it. Mascots. It's a really it's a ninety minute kind of movie. It's a comedy, and um, I think I think uh, any sports fan would enjoy it. Anybody would enjoy it. Um, it's in that vein. I did it with Christopher Guest. Um, since then, I've been I've been doing a lot of writing. I've, I've got a pilot I'm doing for Fox right now, and a pilot I'm doing for CBC in Canada. And I just sold a film um, to the UK, uh, which is an all all um, all British film about uh, in the set in the world of. of of uh, horse racing so that's uh, that's mostly what i've been doing and a, a little bit of acting here and there when anyone asks me <laughs> up in toronto doing uh, something for abc with a with Kiefer sutherland a show called designated survivor so that's oh, yeah, really that's, yeah that's pretty popular on netflix as well that one i know one of our one of our panel dr watches that so yeah is it on netflix in england it I, is I, yeah I, yeah show here. um I, i'm to be honest i've never seen it but it was fun like it's like for me Going up to do something like that is just like getting out on the football field against kicking the ball around, especially if I've been you know, mostly writing and producing the last year. You're uh, you're back over in LA at the moment, aren't you? And uh, but you've been over get much time in the UK of late. Um, I, I did this summer. I was there for a while um, for for a couple of reasons. Um, uh, some some work stuff, and 
Uh, my my mother turned 90, 90 and uh, that was kind of, I had to go, be back for that. Um, and then um, I got back here after kind of a nice long vacation and she actually passed away. So I was back in England for a funeral and doing eulogies. So it was kind of a, a strange summer. Um, yeah, I'm sorry was, to hear that, obviously. But, yeah. Oh, thank you. No, I mean, it was, uh, she, she unfortunately didn't had dementia for, for a long time. So it was kind of a a good thing that she moved on. But um, yeah. It was. Uh, it ended up, you know, I ended up being in Europe for for almost two months. Okay, um, and obviously, getting into the, the the subject of Palace now really hasn't been the greatest of starts, uh, as we can often uh, say. I lost you palace. there. It was the mention of the word Palace. You suddenly, yeah, I lost yeah. you as soon as you said Palace. So, yeah, onto the subject of of. Uh, Palace. It's been a very slow start, to say the least. So, what did you make of that initial period under Frank de Boer and his eventual second? Well, I was there for the first game of the season against Huddersfield, and um, I, I thought we were dreadful. And, and I went on um, <coughs> with J- Jim Daly on, on the sort of five-year plan, whatever the, the podcast, right after the game, and, and was quite quite uh, unusually brutal about it. I, I, I thought it was. You know, I, I said it's just not working yet. I added the word "yet" as a caveat. Um, it was a mess. It was a mess, and it was one of the, you know. I, I think we've actually deserved to lose three or four games this season. I think we were genuinely bad. Other than that, I actually think we've played quite well this season, and I think um, we we should be in mid table. Um, we're just obviously uh, suffering from not having a, a goal scorer. But uh, the football, especially in the last few games, has been as good as I've seen it uh, in the Premier League. Um, uh, and, and my feelings were borne out by a friend of mine who's in, in the stats business. He, he works uh, for a, a big football stat company. And he gave me this information saying that they did a table of teams, you know, what teams, should, where they should be in terms of chances created and chances offered to the opposition. And Palace are minus 12. They're minus 12 points, he reckoned, from where they should be. Wow. I, actually, I actually think it's minus nine, but he, he thinks it's minus 12, which would put us in eighth place. Certainly, we're in the range of where Southampton are. Um, and uh, I think that's kind of about where we, we should be. Um, well, it's, it's, it's pretty telling. And you, you mentioned the, uh, you know, the lack of firepower there. And obviously, it's, it's fair to say we, Benteke wasn't in the greatest of form before he got injured, but... How do you feel about the, the kind of failure to to get you know, any kind of depth in the strike force? Well, I think it was extremely unfortunate. You know, I mean, Steve, Steve Parrish has done an extraordinary job so far, but this is probably an area where he's kind of doing a little bit of self-recrimination because it, it, we didn't have a backup, and 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 whether it was letting Fraser Campbell go or not signing Niasse on the deadline when we should have, um, or, or a another. It, it clearly was a, a, a gaping kind of uh, vulnerability. And sadly, and of course, inevitably, that vulnerability was exposed two weeks later when Benteke went down. Um, I, I actually think he may have been carrying that injury for a while because he didn't look himself all year, uh, even in preseason. He didn't quite look himself, so something wasn't right. Um, and, and, and we've suffered, but, but I think Hodgson's done an extraordinary job. Extraordinary. Uh, and, and the idea of playing... Townsend and, and, and Zaha up front was, was I think, inspired. Um, and we obviously need a, a centre-forward and we need to get one in there as soon as possible. But um, And the goal scoring, well, what have we scored? Four goals in 13 games, 12 games? I don't know. So yeah, it's yeah. ridiculously low. 
Um, and you can't get anywhere with that. But seriously, I mean, if you look back at the points we've thrown away, um, I would say it's eight or nine, nine for sure, I would say, actually, um, maybe maybe ten. Uh, and that would put us around where Leicester and Southampton are. And I think that's exactly where we should be. That's a, I would put us on the par with them. Um, other than, as I say, three or four games where I thought we were quite bad. Yeah, now that's 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 a fair a, a fair reflection on how it's how I felt it's gone as well. You know, obviously, you do worry that if after every game where you're saying, "Oh, we deserve so much more," you do really worry when you keep saying that. And I know um, Roy Hodgson's been making that point himself as well. That he's just you know he wants points. He doesn't want to keep saying how unlucky we were. But of course, one of the one of the real positives, and again, it's one of the, the worst things that came out of the Huddersfield match was losing Wilf. Um, yeah. to, to a nasty challenge but seeing him come back and as you say coming back in a, in a forward position and he's still not firing on, on all cylinders but still what a terrific player he's, he's become now at the age of well he's just turned 25 yeah no it, it, he's he's been superb and actually the whole team's played well I mean it's just you've got to stop these silly mistakes um, I do think that we also uh, we have one gaping uh, hole, and that's the goalkeeping position. I, I think Julian's done brilliantly, and he's as good a backup as you'll find in the Premier League. But I still think we, we need a, another goalkeeper, whether it's to take the number one spot or the number two spot. Um, and I think that that has to be addressed in January. I hope it is. But otherwise, I, I don't have too many complaints of the way we're playing. I mean, I, I think that that if we do keep playing this way, the luck turns and we can actually put the ball in the back of the net and that goes you know, across the team. There's so many different players are guilty of missing great chances. Uh, if we can start doing that and have a little bit of luck, I honestly think that we have a, a, a very good chance of digging ourselves out of what is an enormous hole. Absolutely right. I'll give Albert a chance to chip in with a couple of questions in a moment, but uh, just to steer us down the sort of Christmas route, is there anything that... Uh, any particular game or, or experience that sticks out in your memory of following Palace during a Christmas period? Oof. Um, over the years, boy. Uh, I sort of remember, I, I sort of remember coming back one year and seeing the third round of the FA Cup when we beat Portsmouth, I think 2-1. And I think it was the year that we went on to go to the final. Um, I think I'm right in saying it was that year. So that sort of sticks in my memory a bit because I came back for the final. I think I think that was one of the years that I was there for the third round and then for the final. Um, and I, again, did that uh, last year. I was there for the third round at Southampton where we won and then, and then there for the final. So that, that's sort of rare that you get that chance yeah, to be there yeah. beginning and at the end and not in the middle. Um, so th- that would stick out. Um, I don't, you know, to be honest with you, I haven't been back an awful lot at Christmas in the last few years, so I don't have any recent memories. Um, I, I really don't, I'm afraid. No, that's that's absolutely fine. And it's, it's interesting, you know, the two you, two you pick out, you come over to see the third round and then we get to the finals. Is that, though, the only two times you've seen us in the third round? If, no, if so, actually, you need to come round, over every year. third round games I have seen a few of over the years. Uh, but but those are the two that stand out because, yes, we, we actually got, went on to, to get... Uh, Albert, you got anything to throw us? Uh, well, obviously, obviously, Jim's an actor. I just wanted to know. I mean, I can't recall any any Christmas films you've been in, Jim. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but do you oh, have a? I do. There's one that that was it was a, a, an American TV Christmas film called A Mum for Christmas with Olivia Newton-John, and I played I played her chauffeur. We were both mannequins that came to life. 
It was very popular here for a while. They show it every single year. It's called a mom, A M O M, for Christmas. A mom. A mom for Christmas. Um, so that I have been in a Christmas movie. Yeah. I mean, other than that, do you have do you have a personal favourite Christmas film that you always tend to get on around the festive season? Well, it's a wonderful life. Is obviously uh, you know one of the great, if not the greatest, Christmas movie. It's a wonderful film. That's how I sum that one up. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around, to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's absolutely, it, it's fantastic. Um, and then Miracle on 34th Street, is it? Miracle on th- yeah, 34th Street. And then my guiltiest pleasure is uh, Christmas Vacation, which I <laughs> have watched far too many times. There's um, no guilt. There's no guilt there. Well, it's not. It's not. It's not in the league of uh, <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life. Put it that way. Um, but, I, always, but, I always have to interrupt with this with Christmas films. Everyone is wrong when they talk about their favourite Christmas film. I will accept a, a diff, one, one other answer than Die Hard, and that is uh, a Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, oh that yeah, is a classic. Yeah. That is a classic. Yeah, yeah. Michael Caine singing. Yeah, yeah, singing. <laughs> his, his best film. By you know, yes. I'm not sure how he would feel about me saying that, but uh, that's you know, wow. Well, He's Muppet probably Caine. not listening. So yeah, no, fair point. Fair point. Oh, <laughs> um, so have you got any uh, Christmas traditions at, uh, in, in your household that you, you, you sort of stick to now? Um, I do, do the usual, you know, we do put the, stick the tree up mid-December um, and uh, I don't do the Christmas vacation style uh, decorations. I don't illuminate the entire neighbourhood with uh, lights and stuff, but we do a little, it's actually quite Christmassy in LA. It's odd. It's, 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 uh, there's a number of, it's the most social time by far. So there's always a number of Christmas parties you go to. Um, and then usually have some neighbours over, have neighbours over on Christmas Eve or the Sunday before Christmas. Um, and then I, I like to spend it quietly. Uh, and in fact, the last couple of years I got really lazy and we've gone out for Christmas lunch rather than me cooking. But but I do like to do, uh, you know, the roast beef, Yorkshire pudding, roast potatoes. I'm usually turkeyed out by then because we have Thanksgiving here, of course. Yeah, um, so I, I tend to steer clear of turkey, but but I, I I did that for a number of years. Always cooked, and I like that. But I've got a bit lazy, and something nice about just going out <coughs> to a restaurant and and doing the whole Christmas thing. Yeah, can't blame you. Uh, and in terms of presents, have you, have you got a sort of best or worst present that you've received? Um, well, I always get something to do with Palace, which is always you know up in the best category. Obviously. Uh, yeah, the worst, I can't, I mean, we've all had, you know, dreadful Christmas presents. I, I think the worst Christmas present I ever got was actually when I was a kid. 
and uh, an aunt gave me 10 biros. <laughs> really, really bad cheap biros. 10 biros. And I, I, I still to this day am not quite sure what that was about. It was, seemed Would, very uh, passive aggressive. Would you have been happier <laughs> with one good biro? Yeah, well, maybe it was a maybe I should be thanking it because I ended up being a writer. But um, it, it was I remember it was just really crap. You know, you <laughs> just unwrap that and you go, oh yeah, right. Especially when you're, I think I was about ten years old. So what you're supposed to say to that, really? You know, it's no. aunts, eh? Aunts. <laughs> uh, the thing I do. The other thing I do at Christmas, I watch tons of football. Um, there's so much on. And uh, and all the DVD screeners, you know, the films for the, the Academy. So uh, I end up watching between, you know, now and, and February, probably about 40 or 50 films. So um, that that and, and watching football becomes a, a big routine uh, from the whole Christmas season. Absolutely. Um, Albert, you got anything else to fire in quickly? Well, I'm just wondering if, uh, since Jim's talking about the uh, screeners for next year, if, if you've seen anything that you can highly recommend. I haven't yet. I haven't sat down. I've got three or four arrived, and I haven't sat down. I'm looking forward to, to Dunkirk. Um, yeah, that's good. Florida, the Florida Project, I've heard, is very good. Um, so there's, there's a few I'm looking forward to. Um, they're all sort of about to be released, and they generally send the screeners around the time they're released. Um, very, sometimes before, but usually about the time that they're released in, in theatres. Are you open to sort of dishing them out to friends that don't get that perk? I know a few people in the game that uh, if you ask abs- nicely. I'm absolutely not because... Exactly, uh, it's the right answer. You can get to somebody who has fined an enormous sum of money for doing that. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a, You can get thrown out of the union, you can get uh, fined. I think some guy got fined $800,000. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know anyone who does it either. So. <laughs> well, um, that's suspicious now. And they watermark a lot of them, so you have to be quite careful. So I, I'm a bit, uh, bit, a bit uh, careful about that. Under so, lock no, and key. I can't send you any. Sorry. <laughs> well, you're not getting that song, then. I'm sorry. That was <laughs> that was my bargaining shit. That's a fair trade. Yeah. <laughs> that's a deal I can live with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? I've been stuck in my head. It's stuck in my head for about 24 hours. That song. Wow. Oh dear. No, not in a good way. No, no. Thank you so much, Jim. It's been a real pleasure talking to you once more. My pleasure. Happy and, uh, Christmas. And you. Merry Hope Christmas. to catch up again soon. Cheers. Do come back tomorrow for yet another episode of the Ho 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 Homestelf Radio Project Canister. And remember to share it so we can help raise more money for the Palace for Life Foundation. After all, it is the season to be jolly, not a miserable <laughs> See you tomorrow. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 
24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.